Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. This just in, breathing oxygen is linked to staying alive. And today's top story, if you like drinks, you're gonna love Drizzly. Drizzly is the number one app for alcohol delivery, where you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, and get them all delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. Sources say that it all can be done on the Drizzly app or on drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. Back to you, Tom. Hello, Space Cadets, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and guess what? NASA has reported that the Earth is greener with more trees than 20 years ago. And it's thanks to China and India. I'm going to get into that in just a little bit, but I want to say thank you to everybody on Patreon, patreon.com slash space news podcast. If you want to make a financial contribution to the pod, or you can just hit that subscribe button right now because listening to the podcast helps out a ton as well. So thank you so much for everybody who is taking the time out of their day to listen to this podcast. There's a new study out by NASA that shows that two emerging countries with the world's biggest populations are leading the improvement in greening of the Earth. And the effects stem mainly from ambitious tree planting programs in China and really great agricultural practices in both countries. In 2017, India broke a world record for the most trees planted after volunteers gathered uh, about 66 million saplings and planted them in just 12 hours. 66 million new trees in 12 hours. Let that sink in for a moment. And this data, there's some of it that's been around since the 90s, but they weren't quite sure if it was human-made, you know, if the greening was human-made or if it was just a natural phenomenon. So they had to wait a little while and gather more data. And this new insight was made possible by about a 20 year long data record from NASA. And it has two satellites. Uh, That's called the Moderate Resolution Imaging Spectroradiometer or the MODIS. And it's high resolution data provides super accurate information, which helps researchers work out details of what's happening with Earth's vegetation, trees, plants, etc down to the level of about 500 meters or about 1,600 feet on the ground. So altogether, the greening of our planet over the last two decades, it shows an increase in leaf area on plants and trees equivalent to the area covered by all the Amazon rainforests. And there are now more than 2 million square miles of extra green leaf area per year compared to the early 2000s, which amounts to about a 5% increase. The lead author of the study, Chi Chen, of the Department of Earth and Environment at Boston University said, China and India account for one third of the greening, but contain only 9% of the planet's land area covered in vegetation. A surprising finding, considering the general notion of land degradation in populous countries for over-exploitation. So let's get into this satellite a bit. The MODIS satellite, while it covers a ton of area, 
and it takes a lot of pictures. So it takes four shots of every place on Earth. And that has happened every day for the last 20 years. So there's a ton of data available to scientists. And a um, research scientist at NASA Ames Research Center said this long term data lets us dig deeper. When the greening on the Earth uh, was first observed, we thought it was due to a warmer, wetter climate and fertilization from the added carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, leading to more leaf growth in northern forests, for instance. Now, with the MODIS data, that lets us understand the phenomenon at really small scales. We see that humans are also contributing. Now, China's contribution to the global greening trend comes because they have programs to conserve and expand forests, and they do a large part of this, 42%. And these were developed in an effort to reduce the effects of soil erosion, air pollution, and climate change. And another 32% there and 82% of the greening seen in India comes from intensive cultivation of food crops. Now, if you give me a moment to take a quick break, I got to pause for the cause and pay a couple bills, but I'll be right back with some more information about the greening of our planet. Welcome back. So this uh, these food crops here, the land was used to grow crops more than 770,000 square miles is comparable in China and India has not changed much since the early 2000s. Yet the regions have greatly increased both their annual total green leaf area and their food production. This was achieved through multiple cropping practices where a field is uh, replanted to produce another harvest several times a year. Production of grains, vegetables, fruits, and more have gone up by about 35 to 40% since 2000 to feed the larger populations of these areas. And according to the study, the trend may change in the future depending on a lot of factors um, on a global scale and on a local human level as well. For example, if there's increased food production in India and it's been facilitated by groundwater irrigation, if the groundwater is depleted, this trend may change in the future. A scientist on this study said, but now that we know human, direct influence is a key driver of the greening earth. We need to factor this into our climate models, and this will help scientists make better predictions about the behavior of different earth systems which will help countries make better decisions about how and when to take action. But this doesn't cause a huge change to global warming or you know, climate change or anything like that, because even though we've seen a gain in greenness seen around the world, uh, which is dominated by India and China, it doesn't offset the damage from loss of natural vegetation in tropical regions such as Brazil and Indonesia. And the consequences for sustainability and biodiversity in these ecosystems remain, but they see a positive message in the new findings. And it's a good thing that there's new vegetation out there to pick up some slack where there wasn't any before. And once people realize there's a problem, they seem to want to fix it. In the 70s and 80s in India and China, the situation around vegetation loss wasn't good. In the 90s, people realized it. They came to their senses. And today, People have made a change. People made it better. They realized it. And humans are incredibly resilient. That's what they see in this data, that we wanted to make things better. So we did as humans in China and India, mostly. So I'm going to take a step back and talk about MODIS, the Moderate Resolution Imaging Spectroradiometer. And it's a key instrument aboard the uh, Terra, which is also known 
is the EOS AM-1 and Aqua satellites. And the Aqua satellite is the EOS PM-1. Terra's orbit around the Earth is timed so that it passes from north to south across the equator in the morning, while Aqua passes south to north over the equator in the afternoon. Terra Modus and Aqua Modus are viewing the entire Earth's surface every one to two days, acquiring data in 36 spectral bands, which are groups of wavelengths. And the data that it collects is made to improve our understanding of global dynamics and processes occurring on the land, in the oceans, and in the lower atmosphere. And MODIS plays a vital role in the development and the validation of global interactive Earth system models that are able to predict global change accurately. And because these data models that it produces, well, they have great accuracy and they're enough to assist policymakers in making decisions concerning the protection of our environment. So this new data set that was just released, well, people could take it one of two ways. They could either say, okay, that's great. The earth is greener. We don't have to do anything about it. We're all set for now. We don't have to worry about it. Or they could take the other side, which is, look how great this already is. Let's make it even better. Let's do this everywhere. Let's not just do China and India. Let the North American continent get in on this too. Let's make the United States a greener place. Let's plant millions of trees in the United States. Try to break a world record. That would be pretty amazing. I'm from the United States. I'm from the eastern side of the United States. So I think it would be really great if our country came together and did that. Now, putting this data against other data that's happening, well, the uh, the greening of the planet, is it affecting climate change in a positive way? I'm assuming it does. I haven't seen the data, but anything that's green has to be good for the Earth, right? Unless there's too much of it, but it doesn't seem like there's too much of it right now. But the data's not out there. They haven't compared data sets for that and uh, climate change, so they're still working on that. And that could be the next big step. Could we combat climate change by just planting, well, not just, but by planting a bunch of trees? Scientists will go over the data and they'll figure it out as time goes by. But for now, the time has come, my friends, for the end of this episode of the Space News Pod. I appreciate you spending your time with me. I can't say that enough. I really do want to thank you all for taking the time out of your day and spending it with me and learning some cool science stuff and some cool space stuff along the way. So if you want more information, you can go to Twitter at Space News Pod or Facebook at Space News Pod. And if you feel so inclined, you can go to patreon.com slash Space News Podcast to help out financially. And the best way to support the pod, though, is to just listen. So hit that subscribe button and make sure you listen every single day. Thank you again. This has been the Space News Pod, and my name is Will, and I will see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 
Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Guys, are you trying to stay in 20-year-old shape into your 30s and 40s and finding it, well, impossible? Then you need to listen to this. Beachbody, the company that revolutionized getting ripped at home with P90X and Insanity, has a brand new program just for you called Lift 4. It's part lift. It's part hit. With total body shredding results in just 30 to 40 minutes a day, right at home on the Beachbody On Demand app. That's how you get killer results as an adult. Go to Beachbody.com to sign up now and you can try Live 4 for free. That's Beachbody.com.